0: I saw a comment uh, the other day online that I think sums up how a lot of people feel right now, which was, and I don't have the comment right in front of me, uh, but someone uh, said something uh, to the effect, I'll paraphrase, You know, for the shortest month of the year, February sure was long. And it did feel that way. The past two years have felt that way. I think our whole concept of time has been warped a little bit over the past two years. COVID-19, obviously, has been interesting for a number of reasons. One of those reasons, from my vantage point, has been we have never had a story that has stayed top of mind like COVID has for as long as it has. Stories always peter out over time, but COVID was different. The public always tires of a story, no matter how good or bad it is. But that wasn't the case with COVID. It has started to fade now a bit, although that's all evolving and changing. And the first real you know, story to come along to knock it off was a war in Ukraine, which is not good to state the obvious. So you put it all together, and it can make for a heavy time for a lot of people. How do people cope with that? Well, based on various uh, stories and reports, maybe not too well. Uh, Dr. Marcia Sirota is an author, speaker, coach, psychiatrist, and she is a regular contributor to the show. She joins us now. Uh, Dr. Sirota, I certainly appreciate the time today.
1: Oh, hi, Devin. How are you doing today?
0: Not too bad. Yourself?
1: Well, you know, a little worried.
0: Uh, worried about uh, the events and how people are are, are are taking them in, or what has you worried?
1: I'm worried about uh, how, um, you know, a crazy person uh, who has a death wish is thinking about dropping bombs on the rest of the world.
0: <laughs> Those are valid concerns. Uh, uh, how do you <laughs> think uh, people are handling that on the heels of COVID-19?
1: Well, here's the thing, um, you know, stress is cumulative and when we have some stress, if we cannot discharge it, then, you know, the next piles up and then if we can't discharge that, then that piles up and it becomes like, uh, you know, one plus one equals three. So we become very overwhelmed very easily when we don't have a way to release the stress or for the situation that we're in to resolve. And the problem is that, you know, none of the situations that we've been in have fully resolved. So the stress is just piling up on us. And, uh, you know, even people who, who aren't prone to anxiety or depression or you know, difficulties with sleep are having these problems now because there's, there's been unrelenting stress.
0: Is there a particular uh, generation that is maybe pre- uh, at most at risk or one that you're you're following or worried about most?
1: Well, I'm definitely thinking about the, the Gen Z who are the ages of 10 to 25. I think these young people were already in a crisis before COVID began. They were having, you know, really high rates of mental illness. They were having a very high suicide rate. In fact, the suicide rate among youth in Canada is the third highest in the industrialized world, which is pretty, pretty frightening. So we, you know, we were already having a crisis with the youth. I remember getting, So many pleas from the uh, local colleges and universities in in the Toronto area asking all the psychiatrists in the community if they had time to spare to do counselling for their students because they were swamped with need. So that was before COVID. That was before Putin started uh, threatening nuclear war on the world, you know. So, these young people are really struggling, and they're looking at a very difficult future. You know, when I was 21, my biggest decision was which medical school to go to. You know, these kids are, you know, I ask them, you know, what's the current events today, as, as one of my uh, mental status questions, and they go uh, World War Three. So it's a very different world for these young people than it was for myself and, and many other, you know, groups of people today.
0: When people get news like this, they may try to tune it out. Is that a good news? How should people cope How should people respond to to the news of today
1: yeah there's there's two dysfunctional ways of coping and there's a bunch of functional ways but the dysfunctional ways are we want to avoid because it's so overwhelming and it's so upsetting that we just want to push it away and that's quite understandable given how much stress young people have been in so they might spend all their time on social media just pretending that everything is fine or they might do and stew and worry and become completely dysfunctional because they're, they're overwhelmed by the anxiety. So neither of those are, are good ways of functioning.
0: What is a good way of functioning?
1: I, I sort of think about, about it in, in terms of the inner work and the outer work. So the, the thing that we, we feel when all these world events are happening is we feel helpless, right? That's one of the, the difficult pieces. We feel like, you know, there's nothing I can do to make anything better. I'm completely helpless. I can't influence these decision makers. And so it it adds to our stress tremendously. So doing the inner work and the outer work can make us feel empowered because there's something we can actually do. The inner work is all self-care, like meditation and, and breathing exercises, yoga, not being on your Social media too much because that can become actually anxiety and pr- depression provoking all the different self care rituals like sleep and nutrition and rest and avoiding toxic substances, and of course, spending time with loved ones and uh, you know getting the support we need and then the outer work is very simple: just anything that we can do in an action that will help to make the world a better place, like being a, a contributor in your community, being a social activist, volunteering or contributing to charity, and making any kind of art that can express your feelings and uh, you know, say, this is how I, I see the world, because protest art has a long tradition and a very powerful tradition of making an impact. So those are all inner and outer things that we can do to feel less helpless, less, less overwhelmed, more empowered, and less stressed.
0: Could the time of year help as well? You know, it's almost spring, uh, temperature is getting a little bit warmer, people may be more likely to go outside, and fresh air can do uh, a lot of good for people.
1: Yes, going for a walk in the fresh air, you know, taking the dog out, whatever, is always a good idea because being in nature definitely has a – physiological soothing effect, not just the the walking, but just being out in nature, hearing the birds, looking at the green leaves coming out, all that is very healthy for us, for sure.
0: Uh, Dr. Sirota, as always, I appreciate the time. Thank you very much.
1: Thanks for having me, Devin. Take care.
0: You as well. That is uh, Dr. Marcia Sirota, author, speaker, coach, and psychiatrist.